0: Good morning everyone, it's a pleasure to learn with everyone, and this learning should be for Rufuah to Hadassah Basranya, to Amy Basvora, and to Michal Aviva Bat Yehudis. and I'm having everyone in mind, even though I'm not with you all, but uh, at least uh, make a recording so that in case you want to listen, you can. All right, so uh, we're going to do the new DAF today, the DAF Chav and we'll start where we left off yesterday. So we are at the bottom of the page on DAF Chav Beis the Beis, and we're with a story, Rabshim Be Rebbe, So Shimon, the son of Rebi, had a netter that he needed to. Try and be matur neder. So I saw the came before the rabbis. Amri So they said to him, Did you mean to include it even if this would occur? Amr in. What about this? Had you known this would have happened, would you have still made the vow? In. In other words, he thought of every single scenario and he made the vow even so. So This happened numerous times. And they were so uncomfortable that they had to change where they're located from the sun to the shade because they got too hot. Then it got too cold. So they went back into the sun and they were quite uncomfortable. What happened? So Bidnis, who's the son of Abishol ben Bidnis, said, which you have uh, still made the vow, knowing how uncomfortable you would be making the rabbis who are trying to find a heter for you. So I said, no, that I never would have made the vow had, had I known how the discomfort that the rabbis would get from this. And on that basis, they permitted it. Another story. Rabbi Shmuel bar Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yossi, he also had a neder that needed, that he wanted to annul. Asla the Rabbanu came before the rabbis, did you think about this? What this, you know, if this would have occurred, would you have still made the vow? in yes. What about this other possibility? Would you have made that vow anyway? in. communism, and this was numerous times, so the, uh, uh, basically, there was this uh, laundry man that saw that the rabbis were getting very uncomfortable trying to find him a heter. So he was upset at him. So, so he hit him with the, uh, the, the thing that they, I guess they used to have like a board that they used to fold the garments over and he hit him with the board. Um, so Amar Adaita Demachil So he said, you know, that I would be hit by the by the that it certainly never occurred to me that I would make the vow. That, you know, uh, so much that I would be hit by the um, by the by the laundryman. man. and On that basis, he felt that it was permitted i know who that's not that don't that doesn't count as a, as a basis it's something new this is not something that could have occurred from you know from its circumstance from before um, how could he have possibly known that he'd be hit by the uh, by by the, by the laundry man? and we have a, a Mishnah, you're not allowed to bring something like a brand new circumstance up as a basis for removing a nullifying a vow. This is not considered nolad. Why? There's plenty of, uh, you, know, not, you know, people who aren't so picky are happy to hit a rabbi. So it's like something like this. This is not. He should have. This is a, a an occurrence that he could have, could have foreseen, and he never would have. It's not a nolat, It's not something that's that's brand new, and therefore it's something that could be a basis for nullification. Gotta hear a story. the wife of a So she had a daughter, who Almar and he thought that the best shidduch should be for a Relative of his. He, Amra Lakriva, and she had, um, she felt that uh, her relative from her side would be a good shidduch for her daughter. Amra so Baye really was trying to push his way. So he said to her, to his wife, Titsarahana my pleasure should be forbidden to you if you go against what I say and you marry your daughter off to your relative. So for um, So she didn't listen and she and she anyway did it. For and she married her off to her own relative. Oh, so the Ravyos. So the is this vow locked in? So came before Rav Yosef So he said to to Tabaye if you would have known that your wife wouldn't listen and she anyway was going to marry her off to her daughter, to her, to her relative, marry off her daughter to her relative, would you have made such a vow? So I said, no, I never would have made the vow. I only made the vow because I thought she would listen. I never would have made the vow if I would know that she wasn't going to listen anyway. And Rav Yosef felt on that basis, she should be permitted. So the gemare, so Mishari shari that's a good enough basis to allow. So in, in fact it is, why? a Tanya the Baisa says, a story, maizah be'adam, um, is a story about a person. Okay, be'adam e'chad, there's ishtah milalos the t'regel. He made a vow for his wife not to be Ola Regal, and she went up anyway. came before that she anyway is not gonna listen, even with the vow. For Ola and she's gonna be Ola Regal. would you have made the vow knowing she would ignore it? lo, lo, I never would have made the vow, but So we see we have precedent for this idea. And that's, in fact, a a reasonable basis for that. And that's why, in fact, the the netar can be annulled. Which brings us to the next Mishnah. If somebody wants to make his friend or make a vow vow that his friend should be by him, Yomar, uh, he can say, you have to fix the text, take up the word low, um, Yomar, he should just say, not to he say in general, any future vow that I'm about to make, it's not a real vow. And I just need to remember that, that I'm sticking to that condition when I make the vow. Now, here's the question. If he's going to make such a statement, and we're assuming he's making that public, the whole reason why he, he, the guy's going to think that you're coming, uh, that it'll feel forced to come, is because you made a vow that he's ushered to benefit unless he comes. So, uh, yeah, I don't want that to happen, so therefore I'll come. But if he knows that it's a fake out, so he's not going to come, So down. He's not going to come anyway. So, you, there's no point if you made such a comment in advance that this nether is not a binding nether. So the Gemara answers, you're absolutely right. It's missing some words, and this is what it's saying. Somebody who wants his friend to by him. And he's refusing, and you made a nether that, oh, you can't benefit from me unless you come. Nidre okay? is that's only a Nidris Rusin, it's not even a real vow, because you're only doing it to encourage him to come, and you're hoping that if you made such a statement, that will convince him to come. But uh, that's not binding at all. Like we saw earlier, that's one of the four Shavuos that are not binding. I mean nidarim that are not binding. The Rol is Nidarem of Kalashana, if somebody wants all of his vows to be nullified all year, yeah, Rosh Hashanah, should get up on Rosh Hashanah of and he should make this statement. Any future nether should be bottle from here on in. Which, of course, we do that this, uh, we have this custom to do this every, uh, you know, before Rosh Hashanah. But this is, you have to remember that um, at the time of the vow, that when you're vowing, you need to remember that. Now the Gemara says, "Wait a second. If you're remembering that you made this uh, condition, so why am, am I making a vow now?" If you are remembering, then you're saying I'm making a vow anyway, even though I said that. So I mean to, cha- I'm changing my mind about that statement. And I'm basically um, making this an official vow, and I want to over override that previous in uh, uh intent. So Mravay Tani Uvavacha So bai says you have to change the girsa. This is only effective if you don't remember Bishastana Nether when you made the vow. That's what it's for. Um mm-hmm. that you made that uh, you didn't remember when you made the nether. So you forgot that you made a condition. So obviously you never would have made this nether knowing that so obviously you mean not to make the nether. So Rav amar, no, kidamir You could stick to the original text that you did remember. How come my we're talking about over here? He meant certain vows, meaning he specified which vows he wants to uh accept and which vows not to accept. He doesn't remember which one, if this is from that one or not. If he remembers at the time of the vow. If he remembers at the time of the vow, the Amar Das Vishonani know there, I am I'm I'm doing this on the condition of my original vow. Um, then basically, he's saying, I don't remember what my conditions were, but I still mean to stick to whatever those conditions are. But I remember that I had some conditions, um, and I'm having them in mind. So then, so that vow has no validity, but if he didn't say that, so meaning he's not making that statement when he makes the vow. That I, I want to have in mind my original uh, statement. So then you're right, Akralet tonight that will uproot the condition. The kaim lineage and then the neiter would be uh, binding. So I just want to point out that uh, the Rand says over here that this is actually only true for this is only true for a vow that's relevant to yourself. But if it's relevant to somebody else. You cannot make such conditions that, oh, any vow that I make is not binding because that's Aldas Acherim, it's based on somebody else's understanding, and therefore it is binding. Okay. So Ravhuna Barchina wanted to publicize this uh, Yesod. The Tana was very careful to keep this basically under wraps. He, that's why he said it in such a uh, hidden way. He was hinting to it, but he didn't want it to be outright and out in the open, that people should know, and then people will make vows left and right, and they'll treat vows in a light manner. So for you to publicize it, that's just a bad idea. And that's uh, the story. And we'll stop over here and uh, take it from here. For tomorrow's stuff. a pleasure learning with you all. Bye-bye.